I am Pandarius, a scholar of Thera. My name is Thorin. I hit people. A tablet I translated could hold the key to stopping a demonic apocalypse at sundown. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Many will try to stop me from unlocking its secrets. Huh. Oh, they'll try. This would be my first adventure with Soren. Let's go! As the Avatar of Green Eyes! Welcome to a Scholar's Journey. The God of Dreams, Somnifiron, is a god of chaos that takes perfect delight in tormenting its chosen with its power. Those given the gift are forever haunted by this fickle god and often cursed even when they wake. Sleep is a pleasant memory that is forgotten and wished for just one last time. And all that remains are the most horrific moments of that person's life forever revisited every time they close their eyes. The farm was almost deathly silent. There was a palpable tension in the air as if everything was going to snap and release something fearful and unknown. The air was warm and warned of unsettling things to come. The animals kept quiet, occasionally shifting nervously. A horse clicked its hooves softly, and a pig squealed in the night air. The animals huddled with their backs against the walls, the whites of their eyes showing as their lids flared wide. They all shivered involuntarily. Soren walked to the barn and made his way through the darkness. Hay snapped and crunched under his feet as he passed his horse. The feed in the animal's stall smelled putrid in the heavy air. The horse snorted and shifted its feet. Soren placed his hands softly on its brown neck, and the animal's restlessness stilled at his touch. Soren had just had his 13th birthday. He was wearing a black jerkin and a pair of satin pants that extended past his knees. A sudden chill wind blew through the barn, and he quickly hugged his arms to his chest to protect himself from the cold draft. But it left as soon as it had come. Words escaped his lips as he walked through the barn, but they seemed muffled and incomprehensible as if he were talking through cotton wool. The haze caused him to drift inexorably past the rest of the animals. He opened the tall, wide door to the stables enough to make it through and found himself in a large, open field of wheat. 
with a strange house directly in front of him. The damp ground compacted softly under his feet as he walked. The house took up his focus of attention. It was highlighted by the moon and seemed to stare down at him with unblinking intensity. The trees at the forest edge were rustling with the anxious wind, and their branches reached down toward him. Soren felt as if they were clawing at his vision and trying to draw him into their murky embrace. He looked back repeatedly, as if he were expecting something to sneak up behind him. His shoulders were shaking with fear. As he walked toward the house, he brushed his hands along the tops of the wheat crop. The fuzzy edges of the seed plants tickled his palms, and he felt as if they were urging him ahead. Suddenly he was hit with a sense of unrelenting terror. A thing, something unknown to him, was behind him. He did not hear it or see it, but felt that it was there. Soren ran toward the house in a full-blown manic dash, tripping over himself as he tried to outstrip whatever was behind him. He could feel a presence, but when he looked back, nothing was there. He slowed as he reached the house. The fear of what was at his back subsided and turned to trepidation at entering the house. He made his way purposefully up the stairs and turned the door handle. The handle responded with a sharp rusty creak that caused the hairs on the back of his neck to stand on end. To his right, stairs caught his eye and he started toward them. They led up to the second story of the house. His stomach tightened as a renewed feeling of apprehension invaded his senses. Soren placed his hands on the railing and proceeded upwards. The solid wood floorboards creaked ominously under his feet as he ascended. Time seemed to pass quicker. He found himself at the top of the stairs looking down a long hallway that seemed to stretch on farther and farther as he stared at it. At the far end was a door. Slowly and carefully, he walked toward the door. Again, time sped up, and he found his hand on a door handle. He turned it and entered. Inside was a little girl's room, the walls were lined with colorful flower-covered wallpaper. Dolls were set up near one corner for a tea party. The room was comfortable and welcoming, though tonight it seemed as if something was not right. He closed the door behind him. The centerpiece of the room was a bed, and Soren approached it slowly. He did not want to disturb the sleeper, but felt as if tonight it was necessary. In the bed was a little girl. She was sleeping under the covers, 
and her long hair had been brushed straight and was splayed out around her. She looked peaceful, too peaceful. Soren knew she was someone close to him, but there was a wall where the memories of her should be. He could hear himself saying her name, but it was muffled as his speech had been before. Something about the way she lay there was setting off alarms in his mind. Her face was pale, like a porcelain doll's. Her body was not moving. Her chest was not moving. She was completely still, not breathing. Soren rushed forward and gathered her in his arms in grief. Tears poured down his cheeks as he realized that this dear child was no longer alive. And then... A cold breeze brushed against his arm from the open door. The one he thought he closed. He stopped crying and wiped his tears away. That same sense of danger that had pervaded his senses before was shrilling like a siren. Outside again, he looked to the left and saw nothing. He looked to the right, and something with a trailing tattered gray cloak was streaking toward him like a flash out of the darkness. It slammed him up against the wall, clutching him by his throat with a strength unmatched by normal men despite its unnaturally gaunt frame. Cold, bestial eyes burrowed into his mind and he felt all the strength drain from his body as the creature squeezed out his life. It roared into his face and long pointed canines extended from its mouth. Soren felt its fetid breath upon his cheek as it leaned in close. Sleep flew from Soren's mind and he snapped open his eyes. A young man, not long ago a boy, was holding him down. He let go of Soren as soon as he'd opened his eyes. Then he stood up to give Soren some room to breathe. The young man had strikingly intelligent eyes and was dressed neatly in a brown jerkin with earth-colored pants. Are you well? Pandarius studied Soren for his reaction. Soren blinked the fuzziness of sleep from his eyes and looked up. <sighs> Who are you? My name is Pandarius Grayson. I am a scholar. Though, at the moment, just a passerby that heard you screaming. Are you okay? Soren Luna Mortalitas and Pandarius Grayson meet for the first time. But, will they befriend? 
foe, or something else? And what secrets does Soren's past hide that brings danger to the scholar's doorstep? Find out next time on the next episode of A Scholar's Journey, These Walls. for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode of A Scholar's Journey.